0: Yeah, 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 come and take a look at the snow, bright white as far as your eyesight goes, come and take a look at the fields of snow, I'll just get my coat, then we're good to go, come and take a look at the lake, let's have a quick skate before it gets late, come and take a look at the frozen lake, put your clothes on mate, don't make that mistake, ba 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 ba, ba ba happy Christmas,
1: Greetings, holiday shoppers! There are now only 70 shopping days left until Christmas Day, and I believe you know what that means. It's It's time time for Christmas Creeps! Your one-stop shop for holiday madness all year round, and hello, I am count vade <laughs> oh jesus okay i'm back i'm back y'all hey i'm joseph wade for christmas creeps uh uh joining me tonight on this merry jaunt into halloween cinema uh we have uh johnny five the human robot
2: you're you're count vader so you're like your <laughs> count dooku and darth vader like oc character yes do not, do not steal copyright
1: do, do t- tmtm do not steal uh, he's also a muppet, so I get that going for me too. Uh, and uh, Mr. Bradford is here as well, Brad. Punish. Welcome. Oh, Brad, has to, Brad has to shit. <laughs> we can, Brad. We can let you. We can pause the podcast and let you go take care of that uh, if you need. Oh, John, get the fire! I think something's wrong with Brad. Uh, I got some Miralax. <laughs> that'll work the fire,
0: oh oh, that's so much better thank you thank thank you you're not <laughs> wrong i i I had some habanero salsa yesterday and just tore me up. Hi
1: guys <laughs> get you going get you coming in coming and going huh yes indeed, oh my God, well, ladies and gents uh the the spooky voice at the beginning of the podcast should let you know that we are now in uh Halloween mode, so who we here at Christmas creeps are going home for the horror days. Hooray. Yay, it's my it's my second favorite time of year, right behind the 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 obvious one, which is Christmas. So we're in the we're in the land of holiday horror movies, which is a very small niche, but um one that there there only seems to be like two modes of uh, that we've kind of encountered, which is like you've got your slasher holiday movies and your monster holiday movies, and there's really no in between. Uh, but tonight, we will be discussing uh, a, the 2017 slasher film, uh, Better Watch Out, and uh, that's going to be a, mean... a, uh, definitely a thing that we're going to have to discuss tonight. But uh, first, uh, we have, this is a segment we haven't done in quite a long time, because we honestly haven't needed to, but we have to discuss some trailer trash. Uh, John, what do you got for us?
2: Are you talking about that Kurt Russell thing we watched, uh, <laughs> Backdraft? Backdraft?
1: Right, I was going (laughs) to throw it to you and let you uh, uh, introduce that, but uh, if you don't want to, I'll take it back. I I honestly don't remember what it's
2: called. Christmas Chronicle? The
1: Christmas Chronicles, Mm. yes.
2: It's a thing on Netflix, and it starts out, when you watch the trailer, it starts out being, what if Santa, but real? And then the trailer goes on for about another 90 seconds, and then, like, Alvin's weird hillbilly cousins from, uh, uh, from, like, a Rob Zombie, Alvin and the Chipmunks movie, show up at the end of the trailer
1: yeah they're they're like i guess they're like santa's elves is that really what they are the santa's that that is it's literally the only explanation that makes sense but they they look like they look like alvin and the chipmunks mated with the the troll dolls and it's just horrifying it's a horrifying crossbreed that should not exist on this this or any other plane of existence um but it's it's a, a happy holiday film about chris kurt russell being santa claus it's not, I guess that's all there is to it, really. I don't really know what the plot is at this point, but it's coming out in November. So if they've and got the, a second you, trailer, uh, it better drop any day now.
2: And when the trailer starts, it name-drops the first Harry Potter movie in Home Alone, which is trying to make you think that it's Chris Columbus involved, but as far as I know, he is nowhere near this.
1: Yeah, because his name's not in, in the credits on IMDb anywhere.
2: Someone's playing a trick on someone.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is... Say. This is a, a dark prank.
2: I think it's Netflix.
1: Uh, let's see here.
2: From from the caterer who brought you Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone.
1: From the craft services <laughs> the best that boy brought you Home Alone. Home Alone. Comes, the Christmas Chronicles. Yeah, we're not entirely sure uh, who involved with this movie also was involved with Harry Potter and Home Alone. But apparently it's somebody. And... It's kind of like those shitty
2: Setzer and Freebird movies. I don't remember which one. Or it might have been some movie like that where the poster literally said from two of the six guys who brought you scary movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, or like basically any movie jet apatow produced in the last 10 years has is the guy who brought you knocked up.
0: <laughs> from the ter- leftover turkey sandwich from the craft services table from Home Alone 3 comes The Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, we're deep into the Halloween season at this point. So, uh hey, let's let's talk about some holiday slasher films. Why don't we? Okay. Gentlemen.
2: <laughs> I heard Black Christmas is pretty good, but we didn't watch that.
1: No, mm-hmm. and, you know, we, we, we might might next time or maybe down the road a ways. But, uh, no, tonight we, we decided to uh, dip into the world of, of indie direct directed video uh, cinema with uh, 2017's Better Watch Out, which uh, this is one that I brought to our attention for better or worse. Solely because I found it at the thrift store, opened it up, and the actual like image art on the DVD is a Christmas wreath made of knives. And <sighs> better watch out; that thing is sharp. I, I, I am nothing if not a sucker for a stupid gimmick, and boy, oh, boy, did that work on me.
2: Well, sh- yeah, I was about to say, "sharp" is a word you could use. "Edgy" might be a better word. <laughs> yeah,
1: on on the cutting edge of DTV slashers,
0: yes so boy howdy this is uh one one might even say this is
1: a this is a pointed satire of a kind all right
2: (laughs) i can Uh, keep going i i would not say that because
0: jonathan's sharpening his knives
2: yeah um i I just want to say there's a reason i've not seen funny games and it's because i really don't I know I have a lo- I know I have a lot of time in my life to fucking waste because I record this podcast. Obviously, I record this podcast, so my life my time isn't that valuable. I still am not going to waste my time watching a fucking Michael Haneke movie.
1: Uh, can and you even kind of un- – so- Wait, hang on. Can you kind of unpack that a little bit? Just because I know, we've talked about Michael Haneke on this podcast before, and I feel like um, <laughs> it might warrant a little explanation for like who he is and what he does. Okay,
2: there are two Michael Haneke movies. I've seen one and it was okay, but it pissed me off, and I refused to watch the other. The one I've seen is cachet, and I refused to watch funny games.
1: Okay.
2: Because Michael Haneke is an is a guy who basically makes movies where the entire the entire point of the movie is, haha, bet you feel bad about watching that. And it's like, Well, why the fuck did you make it then, dipshit?
0: I don't even know what you're talking about, John.
2: Anyway, this movie that I I'm going to straight up say up front. I watched about forty five minutes of it and turned it off and I refused to absolutely categorically refused to finish it. I know okay. how it ends. I, I I don't need to spend the time. And this movie is basically um funny games without the morality, which is good, but also without any of the things that made like funny games memorable.
1: Yeah, there's definitely and a twist or a Christmas. turn that, that happens um there's definitely a twist or a turn that happens you know at at the end of the first act and then once that kind of takes hold that's pretty much the the whole rest of the film like I, you've seen it I've yeah we've seen it we've seen this we've seen this before and so I'm going to have to I'm going to have to lay it out here right now uh so J5 hated this movie I'm kind of and Brad I know really loved this movie
0: well let's not say really loved but I I enjoyed it for what
1: it was And I'm, well, I'm firmly kind of like in between there. I'm kind of half and half on this movie. So uh, I feel like this is going to be an interesting conversation.
0: Maybe I'm just really easy to please because I went in with absolutely zero expectations per my common experience from doing this show with you guys. Um, I am not, I don't really enjoy horror. I'm going to put that out there. And so, Home for the Horror Days can be a little bit of a chore for me sometimes. And this... I, I, I don't know. I, I think the only reason that I enjoyed it as much as I did is because it was not... I didn't read a plot synopsis. I didn't know anything about it. I watched the trailer, and the trailer definitely doesn't uh, reveal what's going on. The trailer basically um, shows you like parts of the first 20 minutes of the movie, I'm gonna guess. E- yeah, pretty. Well, it, it does that, but also cuts in uh later parts, but kind of buries the whole central twist. Yeah. Should we just should we just get it out there? OK, spoiler alert. If you're planning on watching, don't this so, ha- movie, hang, hang on. Okay.
1: Let's 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 do this. Let's say if you're really interested in watching uh, Better Watch Out, uh, you can go go check it out. We'll, you know, Pause the podcast. You better but,
0: watch. Better watch out. <laughs> you
1: better watch it. Uh, no, pause the podcast, go check it out real quick And then we're going to take a quick break And then when we come back we will, we will talk all spoilers About this movie So we'll just lay it out on Front Street after a quick break It's Breaking Mayberry
0: Starring Martin Schneider And little Danny Ludwig Also featuring The Andy Griffith Show Hi
2: everybody, I'm Marty. I'm Dan. We're the hosts of Breaking Mayberry, a podcast dedicated to the show that TBS airs when the Atlanta Braves have a rain delay. I know what you're thinking. Why should I care about
0: the show that my grandparents fall asleep to? The answer? It's Buck Wild.
2: Topics discussed on this show include beauty contests, child abduction, voter suppression, the fighter points of cutting hair, the plays of Shakespeare, praised shotgun-wielding hillbillies, gun control no we're serious about that literal gun control roving bands of gossiping old women all of this and more happens on the andy griffith show and is talked about by us with special guests do you want to hear these events described and then yelled about so listen to us on breaking mayberry you can find us on itunes stitcher or wherever you get your
0: podcasts
1: and we're back
0: a dinosaur story. Um so the central the central thing you need to know of, about better watch out spoiler alert is that the little shit lord main character is actually the villain. There you go.
1: So we got th- we have to back up and say the, the premise of the film there's a 12-year-old kid and his babysitter and she's babysitting him one last time before she moves out of town forever and she's 17 and he's 12 and he thinks like now's the time I'm going to I'm gonna hit on her and make my move, and this is gonna be great. And about ten minutes into the film, intruders break into the house, and mm-hmm. they, you know, they they hide, they they do all their planning and and scheming of how we're gonna get these guys out of the house. And then once it's revealed that the intruder is in fact the kid's best friend. The game is up. The kid knocks her down the stairs, and she wakes up tied to a chair. Yes. And then, and then... What, ensues is, as, what, what ensues is an hour of... What ensues is 10 Cloverfield Lane. Kind of. It's an hour of cat and mouse games played by a psychotic 12-year-old trying to force himself onto uh, just this, this, this poor, innocent young woman. And it's kind of, it's, it's, I'm not going to lie, it's very disturbing in a certain uh, uh, hashtag I, I, me too kind of way.
2: I want to uh, kind of throw up a Phoenix Wright objection here about the poor innocent thing, because of the way the movie introduces her, I don't think you're supposed to like her.
0: Yeah, but you're not supposed to like the kid I know. even you're more. Not, I know, I
2: know, but what I'm it's... saying is, the movie kind of goes out of its way to paint her at the very start as a character, where are just like, oh, she's going to get fucking stabbed and it doesn't need to do that because you know the screenwriter has free will he can do what he wants but he goes for this weird horror trope of make of setting her up to be a character that you're going to be like 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 in a movie like you're you're Friday's the 13th or <laughs> you're nightmare on elm street you know you you hate half of the non murderous
0: non murderer characters and you're just like oh, i can't wait for them to get their fucking head chopped off or blowing his nose um so i think the reason that they do that is to try and subvert it. But I mean, the main reason that I liked the central sort of twist of this is because there's not a single likable 12 year old character in the entire world. So why not just make him a villain? So the character that Luke reminds me most of is actually Dennis Reynolds from always sunny in Philadelphia. Go on. Because, because Dennis is a complete sociopath who uh you know it in in always sunny he's just like one step away from being a serial a serial killer and might already be a serial killer and this is just that taken to its logical conclusion joe if you weren't if you weren't here for the moment i said it i think the the main reason that i enjoyed the central twist of this film is that nobody has ever written a likable 12 year old character Uh, a likable (laughs) white male 12 year old character so you might as well just make him the villain because then you can at least cheer for his eventual demise or downfall because let me tell you if he was ended up being a central character who was actually trying to escape you know a, uh, a slasher i would not be into it i wouldn't have liked it because i don't care about this little kid
1: I, I will go ahead and tell you right now, like, after that first twist happened, I was still waiting for a second twist where actual home invaders were going to break into the fucking house.
0: You would think that, but then he slaps her and she falls down the no, stairs. E- oh, no, no, I'm saying even after
1: <laughs> that, like, 30 minutes oh, really? after that, I was still expecting, like, all right, something even worse is going to happen to these people. And then that never that never comes, because the kid keeps, like, amping up his his manipulations and his awful... Right weird I games. know,
0: and that's I don't know. I'm I'm gushing. I
1: Like I I was okay, so I was really expecting like her, the girl's ex-boyfriend that he he intentionally like lures to the house to be the one to like really fuck shit up and break in and just start wrecking the place, but Yeah. Especially considering it's the guy it's like the, sh- the that weirdo guy from Stranger Things 2. Uh I was really expecting him to play a bigger part, but then he didn't.
0: But I appreciate the movie for not doing that because that's what you expected.
2: No, we're you not. Know? We're not going to give movies credits for subverting expectations. We're not going to give fucking Rian Johnson any cookies here. But like, <laughs> let's not
1: invoke the name of Ryan Johnson every time somebody subverts expectations. Like, fuck. Okay. No. No. Stop. 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 Somebody. No, we're not talking about but Ryan Johnson on this podcast.
0: Let me let me let me walk back that comment a little <laughs> bit and say that I appreciated the movie not giving a chance for Luke to be redeemed or become a victim or anything like that because I just hated that character so much and he's so so hateable as a villain. He's a little shit and I don't know. I think he's I think he's an all-right villain. That's but, all I'm trying but, to say. But
1: then let's and, but then let's talk about his his best friend Garrett who I thought was really going to be more of the, like the shittier character of the two. And he kind of isn't.
0: No, but he isn't
2: not for of a redemptive
1: arc. I mean, here's just
2: what I'll say when you zig instead of zag, but you end up just zigging into the toilet, you don't get any points for zigging instead of zagging. Okay. Yeah.
0: But my point is they, it would have been so, it would have cheapened everything that it had done before. If it, if it, went with the the predictable thing where, oh no, something worse ends up happening, and now, oh, they both have to team up together even though he stabbed her in the back kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it would it would cheapen it so much, and they don't do that. So, and I that's, think...
2: To me, that's not the predictable thing, though. To me, that would be just more fucking twists for the sake of twists.
1: Yeah, I mean, at, at, after a certain point, sure. But I think, I feel like this movie needed one more twist like that because once once she gets tied to that chair that's pretty much the rest of the film <sighs> so but like like i said like once once ashley gets gets tied to that chair that's pretty much the rest of the film like there's there's not there's not much in the way of like like nuanced character or, or plot development or um, no,
0: it's just basically fucked up. Things happen, and you're trying to you're cheering for Ashley to to get one up over him and escape, right. which she doesn't, hey, which but, is kind of fucked up.
2: Okay let, let me let's let's go over the scene where she's introduced real quick first to kind okay. of explain where I'm coming at of why I say that you're not if if they're trying to make her be like the likable character they fucked up from Jump Street. Okay, and the way they introduce her is they show her driving. On, driving her car while on her phone not on speakerphone not on headphones literally just on her phone like yelling at her mom about how oh i'm not going to do the thing i promised i'd do because oh no i'm not going to my boyfriend's i'm going to i'm going over to babysit and then my boyfriend's going to show up there you know wink 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 and and then she's also fumbling around with these fucking headphones the entire time too like she's just being the worst horrible teen driver you've ever seen and then she nearly kills a cat and then a bunch of carolers like give her give her the stink eye and it's like you're trying to paint her as like a character that we're supposed to sympathize with. And I don't know if this is supposed to be, this is some like, you know, Oh, her character trait is she's awkward and that makes her likable type Mary Sue bullshit. I, but it just I don't makes so. her an asshole.
0: It just makes her a teen. All teens are assholes. But the thing is that they don't have to paint her as the more likable character because the other character is such a terrible shit of a human being that they don't, they don't even have to put in that effort. Right.
1: The, the pure fact that she's the girl in the horror movie makes her you know the quote-unquote likable character and i I know but with that opening scene it makes me it just makes me think well i hope the house burns down and that's who wins well i hope (laughs) the house burns down but it's more because virginia madsen and patrick warburton are the worst parents ever let's talk about them for a minute
0: that's yeah that's that's some weird stuff
1: i mean as 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 bad as the kids are like mom and dad are kind of actually dad's okay i'm okay with dad
0: dad's all right but i th- i think they're kind of that's the angle that they were trying to pull is like yeah fucked up parents lead to fucked up kids kind of situation which is a, a gross oversimplification of oh, absolutely uh, mental illness which is actually one of the more uh, well there are a lot of problematic parts of this movie but well, that one's oh yeah this, this there, movie was made there. in
2: 2016 not in 2017 yeah. or 2018 is is a very important thing to note in terms of like I don't really want to say like cultural relativism, but it's it, this movie does kind of exist before Me Too
0: existed. It does, yeah, and that's yeah. an important
2: thing to note because because good god, this was so fucking uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, there were some very uncomfortable parts of this movie. Sh- should we
2: actually lay out what the fuck we're talking about? Because
0: go ahead.
1: No, I, I... Well, can can I at least like cash out like the mom and dad thing real quick?
0: Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. because like Sorry. so
1: like virginia madsen is the mom and she is just so completely dismissive of everybody and everything like she hates the christmas music that dad's playing she hates his his decorations she's she's straight up like accuses him of being gay for for wanting his his own decorations on the tree and she's just the most hateful person and he just kind of rolls with it like he's okay with it for some reason but then you come,
0: she hates being in this movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, but then you come to find out that like the whole reason all of this is happening in any way, like, at the way Ashley like, gets out of the film is because she realizes that he's doing this for attention because his mom's not paying him any attention anymore. And once she stops like giving him that attention, he basically cuts her out of the film. Literally. The, the, the film kind of basically... Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, it, Sucks? It, it, the, the, <laughs> The film confirms that, but, like, the end, like, when the kid, like, wakes up from pretending to be asleep and, like, he's in his mom's arms and she's just, like, rocking him back and forth and he's like, this is what I wanted the whole time. And it's just... So,
0: ugh. it tries, and I would say fails, to try to bring up sort of, like, an Oedipal angle with, like, the wo- the the fetal sounds and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. At the
2: same time, though, is it... She's not, like, completely ignored, ign- ign- like... Ignorance—the wrong word—but she doesn't completely ignore him, and she's not dismissive of him. But she, she is like simulta- she is a helicopter parent. Both, the instances that she's hovering, and also that she's way the fuck up in the air, because <laughs> she's like she she notices all these fucking problems and shit that she perceives with him. But her solution is just, oh, we'll just throw this outside thing that's not my direct intervention at it.
1: Right, and we also come to find out that like she is basically on oxy's the whole time because we see Garrett like raiding her her uh, stash of of her medical he's raiding her like pill cabinet. And we find out later, like he's been taking all of her oxys. So (sighs) her solution is, is, is is drugs and alcohol, not for him, but for herself. The more
0: we talk about this movie, the, the less I'm, I'm liking it. I think the, the afterglow of, Hey, that wasn't as bad as I expected it to be is, is wearing off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, Brad. No, you shouldn't apologize. I think it's fine. That way I don't have to feel bad about, like, kind of liking this movie. Because there are problems. Yeah, there, there, are, there are, problems. are problems, but there's
1: also plenty worth talking about. Um, yes. So, like, uh, John, you want you wanted to, to move on from this, I think.
2: I, I think we need to actually set up what the fuck we're talking about. Um, okay. Especially, especially, especially in relation to all of the Me Too uh, references.
1: Okay, sure, sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Because the way this starts out is you have, yeah, the kid's there with his friend and they are reading some horrible, like, PUA bullshit
0: article. That... Like Return of Kings or some shit like that. Something that we would have read on our old podcast.
2: Yeah, like some some shit that uses, Maybe... like,
0: the word Kino unironically, basically. Giving you the complete reference, we would be reading this to make fun of it and dunk on it, not reading it seriously by the way
1: no not not actually taking tips from yeah. it yeah it's it's to, a, it's to a, give
0: you
2: context it, it's some pick up. it's some pickup article shit that's just pickup artist article that's just like you know yeah watch a scary movie that'll make that'll gear to fuck you yeah.
0: it, it activates hormones in the brain that are similar to like it's like it's science that kind of
1: article yeah and it's just so disgusting and then we see him like enacted in action and just oh yeah
2: and like well so at the, yeah. at the at the beginning we have it set up that there's this twelve year old kid who wants to fuck a seventeen year old babysitter. Right. It's not it's not even like a hidden motivation. It's it's text, it's not subtext. Right. It's, yes. it's right
1: there right there on Front Street.
2: So then she comes over and they like get drunk and start watching a horror movie and she like jumps and like grabs his hand and he's like, Oh, it's working, now I'm going now my now my face nah. is descending on your face. Ah, oh. Like,
0: now I'm going to use this as an excuse to sexually assault you. Wah.
2: Which reminded me of the sure thing of just like, you know, okay, I've said the line, I've said the line, now we're making out, right?
1: <laughs> right, like, here, 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 yeah. here's here's, here's hoop number one, I'm jumping through it. Okay, here's hoot number two, I'm jumping through that. Okay, here's the finish line, let me just go for it. And no, and that's, no. Yeah,
0: it's as terrible as it is, it kind of feels like it would be in line with a 12-year-old's understanding of yeah. how this works. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. yeah. Anyways... Not to not to, to justify it, but you know what I'm you, saying. You
1: see where they're coming from in, in putting that in the movie, at least.
0: I, I think terrible characters are allowed to be terrible, you know? There you go, yeah. Anyways, keep going.
2: But then Garrett shows back up his friend, who they got kicked out of the house earlier, and gives them all a nice scare. And then there's more spooky shit that happens. Like, someone throws a brick through an upstairs window, I guess. Yeah. And,
1: and it's... Well, it's revealed later that like they had set up a catapult to do that automatically.
2: Yeah, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves there. I'm mean, the, yeah, the, the spoiler territory. So yeah, there's a brick gets thrown through the window. It has "You leave, you die" carved into it. Ooh. Garrett Ooh. runs outside and gets shot. Which once it's re- revealed later that this is Garrett and Luke doing this entire thing, you're just like, how did a twelve year old get some fucking squibs?
1: Well, can can we? Do you want us to explain that to you since you didn't see that part of the film? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. That's go, right. go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Yeah. Like, like I, I, she,
1: she leaves the house and she trips over the same thing that he tripped over, and she realizes like they set up a paintball gun that okay. will like splatter, yeah, red paint everywhere.
0: There's a trip wire out there, yeah, and they trip on it, and it shoots a pa- uh, yeah, paintball gun. So
2: yeah, Garrett runs outside, gets shot, and falls over. They run upstairs and hide in the attic as an intruder comes into the house with a shotgun and a flashlight and starts
0: poking and a ski around. Mask. A ski mask. That was that was the central thing well sort of
2: yeah they she the start poking around the room they go up in the attic she nearly falls out of the attic and dies because
0: because reasons? spider because yeah. spider and reason
2: <laughs> and they go hide in his closet and and she realizes wait i know that ski mask she realizes <laughs> that the intruder is in fact garrett and the entire thing has been set up by luke to scare her into letting him touch a boob basically
0: I'm sorry, but that dog won't hunt. It is a black generic ski mask. Everybody in the world, if they own a ski mask, owns that ski mask. It's it's like
2: a Hunter Green ski mask with a weird fucking
0: top knot tied to a side. It's got a bump on it, but I don't think that was in the photo of them going skiing, was it? I didn't, I didn't catch
1: that. I don't know. It, it, no, it I looked didn't like catch there was very either. specifically
2: some goofy shit tied to the top of it, and that's what she recognized.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that. I wasn't. I thought it was just a black black ski mask. Okay, never
1: mind. I, honestly, I just took it as like she's known these kids for a long time. She probably would recognize it. Okay, fine, whatever. Let's move on.
0: Yeah. And like, if at she this says point, it, this, take
1: her word for it. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. At this point, it's revealed that. Luke is completely the brains of the operation. Garrett was just like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll help you fuck your babysitter.
0: So weird. So Because,
2: because <sighs> then she starts going downstairs to call the cops. At this point, Luke has thrown her phone into the fish tank, you know, on accident. Oh. And, and all yep. the shit. Whoops. And,
0: uh, uh, by the way, he fucking Sherlock's that. I, you didn't see this part of the film. Uh, that is a, that is a burner phone that he throws into the fish tank and has her phone secreted away so he can send text messages and call on her behalf.
2: Yeah, the, the, all the things you're telling me, they don't make the movie better, though. They make the movie worse. I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm not telling no, you to I mean, say that I mean, it's though.
0: better. Like, I'm just giving you the context that you need here.
2: Like, you're you're, te- you're telling me all of this and it's just, and it's just like, oh, well, it's little, yeah, little, Hannibal Le- little
0: Hannibal Lecter, how fucking sweet.
2: You know, like, I, I... I already didn't care for this character when he was an in- incompetent, stupid twelve-year-old kid. Now I don't care for him even more when he's like an evil genius, stupid twelve-year-old kid. And That's why you cheer for his downfall because he's the worst. But it doesn't happen though either, and that also it's, well, it's just also it's just also it's... it's just kind of completely dissatisfying as well, which we've done before.
0: Also, to to make matters even worse, they pull a fucking Inception and they don't even give you a satisfying ending. As to which way it ends. Because, of course, because it's the laziest thing to do in filmmaking.
1: Right, and I kind of wish I hadn't told Brad about that at all, either. And I wish
0: I hadn't fucking seen that part. Because it would have been so much better if Amanda had won at the end... Because she deserves to win, and that little shit deserves to get everything that's coming here's, to him. Here's you know how what? the movie should have ended. I w- okay, alright. Am I allowed to say this? I wish the 12-year-old had died at the I end. I was
2: about to say, here's how the movie should have ended, from what I know of it. Because I read a summary of it, I've not watched all yeah. of it, I don't care to watch all of it. I'm going to throw it out there. I, I literally, I, I don't fucking care to watch the rest of this movie. It's fuck this movie. Y- it should okay. have ended with the kid, like basically being startled by the spider and falling down the
0: stairs, breaking his neck and dying. That's how the movie should have have ended. I don't care how he dies. He should have died. Because,
2: let me tell you, the good part, the one good thing about the good son is that Macaulay Culkin falls off a fucking cliff. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay,
1: but instead, the movie ends, not with him dying, but with, with him, like, perfectly fine and not a hair out of place on his head. Like, not a single fucking thing happens to him in the course of this film. Like he doesn't yeah. get a, he doesn't get a nick on his finger. He doesn't get like knocked over. He doesn't get and punched in the face. Nothing happens and to it's, this. Kid. It's, and it's not just I, that
2: he needs the comeuppance; is that his character is so fucking too clever by half that it is just annoying.
0: Yeah, I need that comeuppance. And I, it's it, for one thing, the ending where okay, to give you the rest of the context, there is a scene after the initial big name credits where he says. I'm worried about Amanda. I want to go see her at the hospital. We're suggesting that he's going to go, like strangle or, yeah, go or the kill Amanda. Which go finish which the I'll, job? I, I, which which is, I'll
2: just, i would just to contradict the filmmakers here. It's like, nah, you're not, you're not family dog. You're not getting in that fucking room.
0: Well, yeah, there's that, but also it's, it's lazy for one thing, but it's also. It's like, okay, what if this is huge? we got to set it up for a, a sequel, you know? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, to, to stay on like, skates. Yes, to stay alive. It, it,
2: it, it's, it's some, like, Troy Duffy-ass levels of, like, we're going to be big stars after this, right? I don't
0: know.
1: Not to mention the fact that, like, she definitely told the cops what happened before yeah. she got to the hospital. Like, come on. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, there's that. Like, the best part mm-hmm. of the movie is where Amanda's getting carted into the, the ambulance and she flips him off. It's very good. And it should have ended just like that uh, because there's enough evidence to get that kid. There's footprints outside of the window, et cetera, et cetera. His but fingerprints are everywhere. Unfo- yeah.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't get that satisfaction. Um, what we do get, though, is a scene of him dancing through the house to a Ramon song as he like plants evidence around the crime scene of the house. Which infuriates me because, like, they take great pains to show him, like, dancing to this music while he's doing it. But they never show you his feet. Like, they only – they shoot him from the the, the waist up. So, like, you know he's dancing, but you can't see what the hell he's doing. Either he doesn't know how to dance and he's just, like, moving like an idiot. Or they don't know how to shoot dancing. Which, considering the film they made, I believe either one.
0: <laughs> that scene bothered me because I didn't want to see him get away with it.
1: Yeah, and he's so... just, like, gleefully getting away with it.
0: Yeah, so – is it? Is it bad that I want a child to die in film because I really want? I I can't stress this enough. I wanted this. I just
2: Well, look, this this oh. this isn't like I said this isn't a child character. This this is little Hannibal Lecter.
0: I
1: know. Right, I know. the film gives you every possible reason to want this character to die. So I think it's okay, Brad.
2: So, let's let's okay. kind of get let's kind of get to where the big twist comes in cuz like I just said, uh the babysitter Ashley, right?
1: <laughs> yes. figures
2: out what's going on that this is all of this is entirely a ruse that Luke has masterminded and dragged Garrett into to get her scared so he can save the day and then touch a boob basically Mm-hmm, and yeah. then she starts walking down the stairs and then he just grabs the gun he got from like his dad's safe, I guess, and just clocks her and knocks her down the fucking stairs. And at this point, Wait, does
0: he? Oh, does he pistol whip her? I yes, thought he just slapped he, her. No, he pistol whipped that her. That makes that makes more sense because and, she goes flying down the stairs. Yeah, And at
2: that point you realize, oh, this plan has kind of gone awry from even what Garrett knew was going on, which right. because of all of this later on with planting the evidence and all of this shit. Like it's it's one of those things where he's planned like seven twists ahead and it's just like not only do people it, not think like that, but a twelve
0: year old wouldn't think like that. Fuck off movie. It gets a little Sherlock at that point where it's like, Oh ho ho, look at me, I'm so smart. With the burner phone and all that shit. Yeah. Where it's like, You didn't you didn't fucking plan for this, you idiot. You didn't plan for a hostage situation. Like, any twelve year old would be losing their mind. And that's this is where that this movie Although I I somewhat enjoyed it, it it lost me a little bit there. It's like, yeah, you're not.
2: Yeah, the the part that, for reference, know. the part where I stopped giving a fuck was when Ricky showed up and couldn't beat up a twelve
0: year old.
1: You know that's totally fair. Or or
0: there are many, there are there are several many unbelievable moments in this one, and it for me it's when that uh, Amanda causes the chair to fall over that she's strapped to, and that uh what's his face the one who looks like one of our friends comes at the stoner kid comes out and he's like i killed the rat i got the rat and the guy is like the guy is like literally six inches from seeing amanda and he like stops him in the the fucking doorway between the living room and the kitchen and is like i found the rat i got the rat and he doesn't he doesn't investigate further
1: You you know, like the 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 line that I crossed, where I was like, okay, this is like no children. These these are not children. These are like fucking tiny little sociopaths. The scene, yeah. like, like they've just tied Ashley up, and she wakes up, and she's, she's trying to explain to them, like, this is wrong, what you're doing is wrong, and then Garrett says, "So is political corruption in West Africa." Like, fuck <sighs> you, kid. Oh, I fucking hate that goddamn
2: Darfur war and shit so much. On that note,
1: and 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 then he has the gall to turn to his friend and say, "I still need help writing that paper." Like, no sixth grader I've ever met in my entire life has written a paper about political corruption in West Africa. Not even a fucking Montessori school kid. Like, get out of my face with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay you guys you guys are you're
0: turning the tide you're convincing <laughs> me i love it i'm i'm into it
1: it's at that point in the film where like uh, luke starts or continues to like for try to force himself onto ashley even though she's like under you know very, uh, she's under under duress obviously but like uh, you know tied up and whatnot and Cause
2: that's that's another thing that kind of <laughs> fails for me at the you don't really get the idea that this kid's some little, like, sadist doing this just for the, the thrill of, you know, basically puppet mastering human lives. He's just trying to get his his little tiny hairless dick wet,
0: basically. Yeah, he's a rapey little 12-year-old kid. It's the worst. Right, and but try- you get the
1: sense that, like, even he doesn't know what he's gonna do once if he gets what he wants, you know? Yeah,
2: try And trying to reconcile the fact that, like, this is just some dumb kid who doesn't know what boobs feel like... With the fact that he's little Hannibal Lecter, trying to re- trying to reconcile those two is impossible. It's he either has to be one or the other. He either he either has to be a stupid little kid who's just try who's just trying to get some fucking action, and he doesn't he like gets outsmarted, or he is a criminal mastermind and he's doing this all just because he like he's basically fucking Eurus Holmes, pretty much.
1: Right, and if he's a criminal mastermind, like he needs to have some ulterior motive than to touch a boo because like you know
0: it's it's really trying to have its cake and eat it too should we should we santa's workshop this really quick how much better would this movie be if it was like kind of a fargo-esque comedy of errors and then the kid gets capped in the end it would have been a lot better i think okay one of the only things that makes the ending of no country for old men satisfying to me
2: and i love the ending of no country for old men is when anton shire gets hit by a fucking car out of nowhere and breaks his goddamn (laughs) arm it makes no sense it but that's what makes it so good because it's it's just it's it's just like the, 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 the randomness of the, the universe like. yeah, when yeah. when like the, when like him. the the fucking chaotic bullshit of the of the of the world falls upon the guy who already is the embodiment of the chaotic bullshit of the universe when e- even the guy whose entire shtick is I'm I'm just force of nature gets fucking force
0: of nature that's amazing. Right. I love it's it. very good. I'm uh, I need to watch that movie again. It's been too long. But nothing like that happens in this movie.
1: No. No. Not, not, e- not even, like, by accident. Like, the kid doesn't trip. Like I said, the kid, like, nothing happens to this kid at all. And it's very
0: dissatisfying. I know that's greedy of me to expect, to expect some karmic retribution uh, and, in a movie, but still. This, this is still. why I'm
2: talking about Haneke with Funny Games. Just because, like, you've made the movie in the way you want to make it doesn't mean, like, you've succeeded in making a good thing like yeah. they, they were they were like they were going for this whole thing of like they were trying to make it dissatisfying because that was their point and it's like well you succeeded but you basically succeeded in shitting your pants you know like congratulations <laughs> buddy
1: right like i mean at least at, at least with funny games it's supposed to be like a commentary on why people enjoy watching this kind of movie
2: and and especially when the remote control comes into play it's obvious that the movie is just actively fucking with you
1: yes but I mean, here it's, doesn't, it doesn't.
2: this movie doesn't go that far. It doesn't take that. St- it doesn't take that final step of just of just the movie is fucking with you.
1: Right. But but it, here, here at least it's it just goes to the length of like, what if everything bad ha- what if everything bad happened and nothing good ever happened?
0: What if good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to ostensibly good or somewhat neutral people?
2: Yeah. And at this point, I'm just I'm just like, hey, buddy, it's fucking 2018. Look out the goddamn window
1: what if rich entitled white males got everything they wanted?
2: Yeah. N-
0: let me, what, if, let me what, if, what if Brad, what if Brad, what if Brad, let me be clear
1: that that was not the part that I enjoyed about this movie. Brad meet the underside of this bus.
0: <laughs> Thanks guys.
1: No, man. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. If anything, you've dissuaded me on Liking this movie at all, but well, I have one. I, not, have,
1: I have one last like place I want to go before we, we wrap things up. So, the this is continue. let me be, let me be clear that this was not wish fulfillment
0: for me. I wanted that kid to die. Right. He's the worst. Okay.
2: Yeah, I, what, that's what I'm saying. This this movie goes to all of these efforts to that that's kind of like one of the general criticisms of Last Jedi is it goes to all these efforts to subvert expectations that it kind of forgets to do much of, of anything else. And you're just kind of left unsatisfied by a lot of things in it, especially with and, this movie. It's it's unsatisfying because all it's done is be like, oh, I didn't expect that to happen, and it's it's, and, it's not a good reaction. It's just kind of like, oh, okay. It's like it's,
0: let, it's, it's kind of like if a bus <laughs> hits a character halfway through. You're just kind of like, oh, well, that sure happened. Let me let me be clear that I cannot I can never run for public office because now there is a clip of me saying I wanted this kid to die, <laughs> which can be completely taken out of context, but.
1: Let's be clear, Mr. Bradford wanted this fictional character to die. The fact that his age is still considerably short uh is immaterial yeah um uh, so I guess let let me sort of sh- shift gears here and let's let's talk about something else. I want to talk about home aloneing
0: yeah Because that
2: that is a problem point in this movie too the the two twelve year olds argue about whether the paint can scene in home alone would actually kill somebody.
0: Which has already been established in 2016 at this point, and I believe it was, was it MythBusters or somebody else did well, it. I,
1: well, still, I I think like there's the film is directly citing that. In well, they should have seen the fucking video and they should have already settled well, it instead I feel of like fucking they killing saw the video. And the kid was like, I can do one better because they actually uh. home alone somebody at the end of this film near the end of this film.
0: Yeah,
2: let's let's run run through the post falling down the stairs shit in the movie real quick because I don't I don't, right. I don't know all
0: of it myself so. Joe, you want to take this while I get another drink.
1: Okay. So the broad strokes of it is like once she falls down the stairs, she wakes up and she's tied to a chair. And the next thing that happens is that um, Luke ca- he calls Ricky over to the house, and Ricky well, comes it's, over. It's, at first, the- there's some. We-
2: I remember there at first there's some weird rapey shit involving truth or dare, though. Uh, like yeah, spend, no
0: kidding. He fucking sexually assaults her.
2: Yeah, they, oh, they totally. spent Like a good ten fucking minutes of this movie that I skipped over.
1: I'm taking like leaps and I'm taking leaps and bounds to get yeah. us where we need to go, so I'm skipping some stuff. Okay, I, I, uh, I, 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 right, I do so. think it is just important
2: to note that like the kid being a little rapist is a is a is not just a thing at the start of the movie. It is an important theme throughout. Oh, yep. absolutely,
1: absolutely. Up to and including like bringing her ex-boyfriend over, and then like. Knocking him out and tying him to a chair and then basically forcing them to air their dirty laundry together, which they kind of they really uh, sort of skirt the line of. like They don't actually get into it, but he kind of he kind of deduces that these two haven't even, you know, gotten into bed together yet. Um, there is a really fucked up moment
0: where he's about to make them fuck.
1: Yeah, he, he like they, He asked them to have yeah, sex at gunpoint. I...
0: I really started getting very uncomfortable at that point, and I don't know, I don't know if it would be, you guys can kind of determine this, but it's, it's not, it's not great, um, I don't know. Well, I'm just, I'm just trying to decide. I, it'd be super fucked up if it actually happened, but it's fucked up regardless. I'm pretty sure know. it didn't happen because I, I mean, no, it, no, it, it doesn't happen. He's like, no, I'm not gonna do. Th-. He's having his little power fantasy. He's like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not a pervert. It's like,
1: but, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, right, dude, yeah, right, kid, you, you, you're totally not. Right. Uh, but then he decides that he wants to home to test out this home alone theory. Which, of course, you know, going back to Home Alone, uh, the, the famous scene where Kevin McAllister throws down two paint cans from the, the top banister that swings down and hits Harry and Marv in the face. He wants to try this on Ricky. And so they, they do that. They and definitely it, do that. And it his, definitely
0: happens. And he definitely dies. His, his face explodes, apparently, which we don't actually get to see. Um, well, thank God for <laughs> that, at least. But it, I don't know. I'm not a blood and guts guy. I don't. No, I'm, I don't I'm not either. Care, but like,
1: I, I was kind of expecting this to be to be the kind of film where you would see some kind of gross like prop head that was like halfway exploded. But we don't see that. We just kind of see a paint cannon in front of a guy's face, and then red, ketchup red and, and ketchup and mustard going. On. It's almost literally ketchup and mustard that's like running down well, his they, shoes. He
0: makes a quip about it later. He's like, "You look like a fucking hot dog."
1: <laughs> it's yeah, but it. It makes me wonder, though, in Home Alone, were the paint cans full or were they empty? Because the way Kevin throws them, it makes it seem like they're empty, especially the way they bounce off of their heads. You know, If, the, yeah. if, if, if their
2: paint can's stored at a house, they're about a third full. It's just enough that you can't justify throwing the damn thing away yet or disposing of yeah. it properly, I guess. But there, no, one, no one keeps fucking full paint cans around.
0: Right, am I am I literally the only person that takes stuff to like e waste and proper chem disposal places? Uh, th- uh, that's that's what I have a toilet for.
1: <laughs> well, Thank you, J Five. Okay,
0: <laughs> good one. I can just imagine you like flushing tiny circuit boards down a down a toilet. No, I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> flushing, just flushing old batteries. To the toilet. Although
0: although let's call a spade a spade. Ninety percent of the time, that shit is getting shipped to China and it's getting disassembled by little kids who get lead poisoning, which is a terrible thing that shouldn't happen. So realistically, you
1: might be better off flushing it down a toilet.
0: (laughs) At least you're poisoning locally rather than globally.
1: (laughs) 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 Buy local at poison global.
0: (laughs) Oh, our world is a hellscape. Mm.
1: All right. World is a fuck. This trash fire Earth, okay. <laughs> so no, like they actually go through with the home aloning trick, and I feel like I feel like Luke intentionally used a full paint can because why else would he bother?
0: Of course he does, because he's a little shit. He's, he's the worst. He's he's, de- he's tiny Dennis Reynolds.
1: Like he even has the look. <laughs> he does.
0: If you've watched enough Always Sunny, like, it is 100% on point. This is tiny Dennis Reynolds, gone rogue.
1: Right, like, th- this is a plan that, like, Charlie probably came up with and Dennis was like, yeah! No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. no, yeah, no. This is... Brad, All right, let me have All right, I this. will indulge you. Have it. <laughs> this is, like, a plan that Charlie would, like, halfway come up with and then Dennis would, would pick up on it and go, yeah! Yeah, let's do that! <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I think Charlie is the on-witting the dipshit that gets roped into it. Um, Fair enough, but this is this is absolutely like a Dennis plan, conniving, manipulative. Have you seen the episode where Dennis outlines the Dennis system? No. Okay, well watch that and come back and tell me that this is not Dennis Reynolds all over. Or have you seen the clip where Dennis is trying to make a business deal and um, goes into a locker room and there's a there's a uh, an underage uh, boy there and he thinks that this. Person wants him to fuck the little boy and he's like alright let's do this like always sunny goes places or just uh, even the put, whole
2: impl- the whole implications speech
0: yeah the implication one where he's like they're out on a boat because implications we can put both I'll link to both of those you can put both of them in the show notes
1: I want it noted for the record I was still just talking about the paint can thing I I
0: know the, I know, the, the, the entire
1: like rest of, of Luke's plan sure that's an always sunny plan like nine you know to the, the okay thing. all but right like, paint the, the cans paint like can come thing. on all right all right dipshit right. paint can theory come on. <laughs> welcome to my my new hit <sighs> cbs sitcom the dipshit paint can theory
0: <laughs> it was all about a paint can i got <laughs> blocked on
2: twitter by one of the executive producers of the big bang theory
0: good on you man Al, can i You're ask living Al? your best life
2: yeah please um he was yelling about uh susan sarandon i think and so i responded to one said let he who did not make the shittiest sitcom ever cast the
1: first stone." <laughs> <laughs> oh. i love it um so yeah i i guess is there anything else we have to say about um uh, better watch out
2: they he they kill the boyfriend and then he has he like calls invites the, the ex. ex over who we've been set up as oh it's the psycho x or
0: whatever
1: Right. And so, and let me say.
0: Let me say this: It's a special movie that gets me cheering for the the Guido, like trashy Guido boyfriend, to like go and fuck up a little kid.
1: Right. Like so many movies would have that guy be like the villain, and then in this one, you just want to see him punch a kid's face out. Oh, I want him to be the hero so bad. That you know, that would have been a fun sub- subversion of, of expectations, you know? But we didn't get that one. No, and it's dissatisfying.
2: Yeah that, and I think that's that's the important thing like I've been saying like the, the whole thing about like you've succeeded at shitting your pants. Yeah this right. this this movie has like gone all these different directions and none of them are fucking satisfying. And just because that they have been successful at going in all these different directions doesn't make it good because it wasn't satisfying. And that's right. an important that's an important thing <clears throat> to say. Just just because you've competently executed what you're trying to do doesn't mean that you deserve fucking praise for it.
0: And not only that it's 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 dissatisfying In its dissatisfaction, like at least some movies where there are like, it's a cruel, cold universe and nothing ever makes sense. It's, it doesn't even give you that really. If if that
2: was the case of this movie, like I said, the kid would fall down the stairs and die at the end. Right. Because what happens at the end is he basically sets up the ex-boyfriend to look like it's a murder-suicide.
1: Right. And, yeah. Oh,
0: everybody is everybody has killed everybody except for him. Basically, he kill
1: he kills the ex boyfriend. Like he makes the guy like write out a letter to her so that he can use that as evidence. Like, oh yeah, the ex boyfriend showed up and he's and, then, he's the and then as
0: a suicide note, and then he hangs. And, oh, yeah. him who kills? Using, who kills Garrett? Because Garrett gets killed too. He fucking shotguns Garrett twice after Garrett tries to in the one sort of like turnaround moment. Garrett's trying to free Amanda.
2: Ashley? yeah, like. Yeah, like, it's obvious that Garrett is along for the ride, but Garrett is definitely not...
0: He's Garrett, not Garrett, Garrett, Garrett Garrett, just wanted to smoke weed and take Oxy and help his friend get laid, and was not signing up for murder, basically.
2: Yeah, Garrett's, Garrett's like, involvement, I guess is the wrong word, but Garrett's knowledge of the plan ended at when he took the fucking ski mask off,
0: basically.
1: Basically, basically yeah.
0: P-much, yes.
1: Um, so yeah, he, he shotguns Garrett once, and he goes flying across the room and then he shotguns him again like when he's basically screaming for help and then yeah then it's, it's it's either right before that is when like he actually hangs uh the ex-boyfriend and then uses a riding lawnmower to like hoist him up on a tree to hang him which is yeah, uh, yeah. clever <laughs> um
0: can you make the 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 home improvement Tim Allen noise because it's it's technically a power tool a power tool <laughs> More power. <laughs> that's Scooby-Doo. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. Uh, that was not there's about about
0: Scooby-Doo. The, yeah, that's the one I'm looking for. I'm looking for the Tim Allen-like question oh, grunt.
1: Yeah, yeah, the question grunt, not the more power grunt.
0: Yes, correct.
1: <laughs> the Tim Allen language textbook is two pages long.
0: Man, fuck Tim Allen. He's the worst. He is the worst.
2: Um, And so... The way it ends is, yeah, he sets it up to look like a murder-suicide... She survives because she like managed to get duct tape on where he fucking stabbed her because she was tied up with oh, duct is, tape.
0: Is that what it was? Yeah,
2: the you hear the you hear one of the the drivers mention it that she was lucky that she thought to put the duct tape on her on the wound or whatever. Oh,
0: weird. So are I know this is an Australian production, right? Are all the actors Australian? I don't know. I know the main girl Ashley is because. At certain moments in scenes of like screaming or duress, they do break slightly in back into Australian accents. Well, yeah, I, 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 all, I think all of the kids are Australian at the very least.
1: Yeah, all three of the main yeah. kids are Australian. Um, Ashley and Garrett, actually, if you've seen the the M Night Shyamalan movie, The Visit, they play brother and sister in that movie. Um, yeah, are they Yanks? I th- they play Yanks in the movie. Oh, okay. You're right. I hadn't even that hadn't even really occurred to me. But but I I did notice like when one of the characters started screaming, like their accent really came through. So yeah, you you got yeah.
0: That, one. that broke kayfabe a little bit.
1: <laughs> just a just a touch.
0: So yeah, just a, just a little bit.
1: Uh, final thoughts about uh, better watch out before we go to the crankometer.
0: Um, let me say that you have both convinced me to downgrade my crankometer uh Rating significantly So thank you for that
1: Yeah, this is the service that we provide We bring the, the, the harsh light of day Onto movies that you actually enjoy
0: Well Let's not say actually
1: <laughs> Okay, accidentally enjoy
0: Again Like, I think most of my enjoyment Out of this came from the fact That I was expecting it to be kind of a Rote slasher film and it wasn't that mm-hmm. Well it, Yeah If you look in a toilet and are expecting pee and you end up with poop. (laughs) Is that really... At the end of the day, how much
1: difference does that make? No. Um, We'll get to the cricometer. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I was okay with it. So let yeah, let's just go ahead and jump straight to the crankometer cuz there's one thing we have to discuss we we still haven't discussed. Um so our crankometer is, is our xy axis where we rate these movies based on uh how Christmassy they are versus how good they are. Uh so oh. gentlemen, we haven't talked at all about how Christmassy this film is.
0: I wonder yes. why. <laughs> because it's not very, but let me just say as an aside it really needed about 500 percent more jump scares with that santa with his his finger up because that was really good that, <laughs> i love is,
1: is like one of the best character in the movie let's be fair
2: <laughs> like going yeah. back to i think it's is it brad your theory that like because because 1 12th of the year is christmas time the, theoretically only 1 12th of
0: the year is christmas time the month of december
2: yes. therefore 1 12th of all movies should take place at christmas
0: well i mean if you think about it it's a little more than that, because it would be basically Thanksgiving to New Year's, being generous. But yeah, it's it's one out of every 12 movies should at least take place during Christmas, assuming that significant events worthy of filmmaking occur all year round.
2: <laughs> yeah, and this movie, as far as I know, any Christmassiness of it is just uploaded at the very front. And the only point of it as far this as could I can have tell. Happened. Yeah, the only point of the I as far as I can tell, is just to be some, like, edgelord fucking contrast to what the rest is going on. Like, oh, it's all this crazy fucked up shit. at hey, Christmas time!
0: And it's yeah, just like, it's, it's absolutely that. I think it it's is a completely angle.
1: done just so we can have that one shot of, of Ashley tied to the chair and then wrapped in Christmas lights that, for whatever reason, have been turned on.
0: Honestly, I almost... i I mean, I wouldn't be watching this movie if it wasn't for this podcast, but... I think it would have almost been more respectable if it had done this at any other yeah. time of the year and just been a normal stock ass thing. Cause it would be, I don't know.
1: Yeah. It, I, it really feels like a gimmick that they tacked onto this film to kind of like to, to goose it, the numbers and get, get let's idiots like us interested in watching it.
0: Yeah. The, the, let's call it what it is. It's trying to die
1: hard. It's trying to, it's trying to home alone. Come on.
0: It's trying to home alone and it's trying to die hard. And it is. It, we haven't come up with a phrase for this, but this is absolutely edgelord movies trying to be take place during Christmas so that they can get the marketing angle, where it's like, oh, this is the next Die Hard. This is a Christmas movie. We're renting this. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, and,
2: and they and they forget the I part mean, where
0: Die Hard is good. Well, yeah, that too. But also, I guess almost any movie that we watch during Home for the Horror Days is already playing up that angle. Right, like at least Silent Night, for Deadly Night actually has something to do with fucking Christmas in it. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. That, that's a that's a special case, I believe.
1: Like Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Krampus, and like Nightmare Before Christmas, like they kind of have a reason to be set at the around the holidays. This absolutely does not. Yeah,
0: so I'm gonna give this a solid negative four, baby.
2: I'll give it negative four because because just to take it out of Santa's workshop. Have the fucking god have fucking Garrett dressed like a goddamn creepy Santa when he's stalking around the house. There you go.
0: Yeah, that would have been awesome. No, that yeah, would have no been kidding. better.
1: That would have been way better. Absolutely, I 100 percent agree. This movie did not need uh, to be set at Christmas, but if they're gonna like since you're gonna set it at Christmas, why not use it? And they easily could have, and they straight up just said yeah. like eh. the, the
2: phrase the phrase "shit or get off the pot" comes to mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. E- either make it a fucking yeah. Christmas movie or don't.
0: Oh, so many, Ugh. so many missed opportunities for that that Santa jump scare. I, I wish it was every like fifteen fucking minutes. It would have been so good. So I, I think I was the only one that played watched the trailer. They pulled of uh, the room and tried to also play this off as a comedy. I'm I'm dead serious. Did you guys not watch the trailer? No. Go and watch it after this. I absolutely. It did said that. it 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 said like a Christmas horror thriller black comedy. <sniffs> Because
1: basically, if you check all of the boxes, you can't be wrong, right? Right, exactly. Hey, remember that hilarious joke from that movie, Better Watch Out? Because I sure as hell don't.
0: But anyways, like, I don't know. Yeah, shit or get off the pot is right. Like, play it up as a comedy of errors, and then just play with the tropes. Have her close a, a fucking bathroom mirror and have the Santa be on... On top of the toilet, just,
1: <laughs> that would have been great. And even if they had just, like, played it for, like, you know, the rule of threes. Like, you play it once, all right, great. Play it sec- play it two times, you have to play it out for a third if you're really going to goose that, you know, uh, yeah. punchline. But they didn't do it. They just did it twice, and then they dumped it on the side of the yard. Like,
0: it's a waste. It's a, it's waste a huge waste. And I'm... It would have been a great running gag and actually would have turned it into somewhat of a comedy, but it they didn't.
1: Right. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to So you, what you said, negative four. Yeah, I'm, uh, I want to be generous at any
0: time, of, any time of the year, Joe, there's nothing in this plot that relates to Christmas. And as, as much, as little as the crank armater matters. Yeah. negative yeah. four. Uh, so, so let me, let Fair me, lay this you know out what? For Fair you. enough. I negative
1: four. I, I don't care that much. I'm just trying to like play devil's advocate for like the, the, the little part that I have to play here. Is Devil That Fit a Christmas movie? Can we watch that? <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not?
0: I know that we saved negative five for using Christmas to like, you know, put it, you know, put it up on a pedestal or preach like you did with Christmas shoes. You know, what, honestly, yeah, no, it deserves but,
2: negative four because it's using Christmas to it's it's trying to use
1: Christmas it's to It's a get marketing didn't angle.
0: Yeah. Yes. It's a marketing angle, and that's why okay. I think it deserves I'm, I'm, negative Christmas okay. points. You've
1: you've uh You've convinced me. I'm I'm good with a negative four.
0: Which is weird because I feel like it's almost as bad as using it to moralize, but not quite as bad right. and I, to use it for commercial reasons. I, I guess I, I guess
1: what I'm gonna say is like I'm I'm going to give it that one point so that we don't have to make it a negative five by simply saying that like I like the fact that the DVD has a wreath made of knives on it.
0: It's it's fair. <laughs> and I, I like that's not to say that there isn't valid reason to use a Christmas as a framing for like aesthetic reasons, like Shane Black does. But I feel like it barely touches on that, really. Yeah, other I mean, like, than with, the marketing with a film angle. like
1: this, like if you're going to do it, why not go uh, you know go all out? You know why even waste the the energy to to put I mean, a Santa Claus it on the it roof? Feels, you're so not here's what I'll we'll say
2: about Shane Black: Lethal Weapon is not called like Santa's Lethal Weapon or something. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. it uses it only as window dressing, and honestly, I think maybe Lethal Weapon has more to do with Christmas than this fucking movie does.
0: Yeah, it's it feels very cynical the use of Christmas. Yeah, it does
1: movie. feel cynical. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay. so yeah, I guess negative four for for our, our uh, X axis. So Y axis, uh, how good is this film? Uh, boy, I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this.
0: <sighs> so. I was originally gonna go for like a three, but I'm I've been downgraded to maybe a one, which is not as bad as I expected it to be. I don't know. It's... I I was just really expecting a rote slasher, and I didn't. I I know I shouldn't give it credit for that, but that's where I am. I don't know.
1: Thinking back on it, like it's it's a it's watchable. It's like it's not actually like actively terrible. It's just the choices that it makes. I really kind of disagree with. So there
0: are there there are very gross worldviews involved. I think. Yeah, I mean, it it, it, it is it is competently
2: constructed, but that's literally the only thing you can say for it.
1: Right, but then like so so are you know most movies out there these days. You know.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: This does nothing to distinguish itself aside from you know a couple of decent scares and and one or two clever little turns, but for a ninety-minute film that just lets its villain have everything. It's, yeah, it's a real downer that's
0: the most that's the most dissatisfying part. If this kid had gotten his comeuppance, it would have been a lot better. But I want to hear what Johnny 5 thinks. What do you rate it? John? I
2: didn't fucking finish it. It gets a negative five. If I can't fucking finish it, that
0: means it sucks. It gets a negative five. <laughs> Alright,
1: Joe. Ah uh, so so from one to negative five. I guess I'm gonna have to split the difference here and say I'm gonna give it a negative one. That's which not, I realize that's not
0: bad. how average works. So would that bring it down to like a negative two then? Or it would negative bring it down three? to a two,
1: a negative two, but I didn't dislike it that much. I certainly I disliked it... it, but uh, like, I'm very I conflicted don't know. here, it's, dudes. It's gross, but it's watchable, you know? Yeah, yeah. And as much of it makes me uh, uncomfortable, I mean, I would it argue makes with that. me
0: angry. I, like... I, I, know, I know you would argue with that, but I was expecting, I don't know. I, I, I know I'm, that I shouldn't I'm measure going to it object on that to your, metric.
2: Your comment of it being watchable.
0: I don't know. I, I I I was ultimately I know this is gonna maybe be a uh controversial statement, but I was entertained.
1: I mean, I was with this film for a good Honestly, I, the film lost me when it turned out the kid was the villain. Like as soon as it, he became the villain, I lost all sympathy for it, and it kind of uh, yeah.
0: I, I don't know that sympathy was it, but I, I I don't know. I was I was rooting for him to die, and I guess that's why I was entertained. I wanted to see this kid get his comeuppance, and it denied me that, and that's what I faulted for most of all.
1: That's fair. I think that's fair.
0: Yeah, and it's and I would
2: I would fault it on that because that's just bad writing. That's bad filmmaking.
1: Yeah, and. Yeah.
2: And again, and again, just to keep harping on this point, just because you can subvert expectations like that and do all this dumb shit doesn't mean you fucking should.
0: Yeah, and I know because and I know it came out in 2016, but newsflash, people want some sort of karmic retribution in their movies.
2: Yeah, like, as, as much as shit on Krampus, at least Krampus had, like, so, at least Krampus, you could kind of forgive it because it was some horrible otherworldly force doing all this crazy shit. This is a
0: fucking 12-year-old yeah that's
1: yeah that's really what it is <laughs> it's
0: it's twenty eighteen. I want to see bad things happen to bad people because newsflash what's going on in the world things aren't happening to bad people because it's
2: not like the, it's not like this is a movie that's going to pull punches about killing twelve year olds because it fucking kills a twelve because it fucking
1: does yes yeah <sighs> so yeah I'm okay I'm... it
0: comes off as very cynical because they want to set it uh. up for a sequel which it doesn't deserve. I'll go down to a zero. Actually, I'm
1: I'm gonna stick to my guns and say a negative one here because I, I I'm say
0: going I say negative five. All right, so that brings us so that so I'm five. gonna say negative three is probably the best average. Okay, sure. If, if I'm a I'm amenable to that on the on the whole.
1: So a negative four, negative three. Is that where we landed? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's that's better. Watch out, everybody. Yeah, and I'll just uh, say
2: overall, I would not recommend watching it. It'll piss you off more than anything else.
1: Would this film have have been better if uh, the real Santa Claus had come down the chimney at the end and given and like? Oh,
2: holy s- shit! It would have been re- it would have been so much better if the real Santa showed up. Fucking capped that kid at the
0: end. No, and that he just like so gave good. the kid
1: coal for being naughty on Christmas, but like instead of giving it to him, he just puts it in a sock and hits him over the head with it.
0: Oh. It would have been great. I would have given it like a four or a five. Yes. Double Santa points Claus if it was the to... Kurt
1: Russell Santa Claus from Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> 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 just dunking on yes. the kid mercilessly.
0: Oh, it would have been so good. And then he just like shoves him in a sack and takes him home with him. It would have been so <laughs> to good. feed him
1: to the elves. Because also, and then, then the used... movie would have a
2: fucking reason to be set at Christmas.
0: There you and go. And then he would have <laughs> even better. He uses Christmas magic to revive all of the innocents. It would have been great.
1: I'm I'm still I'm still going to hammer it home though. The kid needs to be eaten by elves. That's it. That's uh, we've done it. Like Santa's workshop, you know, that's how you make this saves, movie better.
0: We saved the day again.
1: Well, I think that's going to be where we wrap things up tonight. Uh so if you have any uh, questions or comments about this episode, like whether or not you should watch this film, well, you know, listen to the episode. But um uh, you know, you can get at us a couple of different ways. We are on Twitter at Christmas Creeps. Uh, email us at xmascreeps at gmail.com. Go to facebook.com slash Christmas Creeps. We're on YouTube. We're on Stitcher. We're on eBay. I almost said eBay. We're I'm on.
0: E- I'm Arbethy. on eBay. I'm trying to sell some, some, some of my wife's dresses. Get at me. I'm on farmersonly.com. A... <laughs> I'm on. Uh... <laughs> We're on Christian Mingle.
1: I'm on Discord right now talking to John and John and Brad. Come find us. Uh, you can't do that. That's actually that's actually that's not the way Discord works. Um but yeah, we're on we're all on, the uh the hip, popular booty. podcast uh apps.
0: Is that a real thing? <laughs> yes, John? sadly. We're on swipe <laughs> 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 All right. Um we're on we're pretty much it. every us <laughs> <It is> up a <laughs> look for
2: us on Lexus Texas.
0: Pay fifteen dollars for our our academic article Christmas Christmas is available
1: ever. at your local library <laughs> on Man, the internet we should
0: try to submit this we should try to submit this to an academic journal
1: <laughs> I would have to write like a review for something. <laughs> Come back again in a couple of weeks and we will continue our uh our annual journey through uh home for the horror days and uh hey, Christmas is right around the corner, and we've got some fun stuff lined up. So stay tuned for that.
2: I want to watch Silent
0: Night, Deadly Night Part 2.
1: Okay. um, We may have to track that down for next time.
0: I think we can maybe arrange that.
1: We can probably arrange that. So uh, for Christmas Creeps, uh, I am Joseph Wade.
0: I am Johnny Five, the human robot, surrounded by cats right now. (laughs) Garbage day. Happy Christmas. Good night, everybody. Ba, 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 <laughs> Good night. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. happy Christmas.